All right, Alec, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Not gonna lie, I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying in the evening so far. Yeah, just talked about Joker. You know, we did a movie set on this crazy individual, an un, a little bit of an unstable mind, and similarly in Survivor Thailand, we followed Brian on his an unstable, uh, unstable mind. mind. On his... His, his robotic, robotic mind. Yeah. <laughs> Was it all a delusion? Who knows? Yeah, uh, no, we'll have to, have to see. We'll have to, have to talk about it a little bit here. <laughs> We've come to the end of our first our first reaction adventure, at least, of yep. Survivor. We've, t- we've watched all the first four seasons and did reviews on all of those. And then we did reactions to every episode of Survivor Thailand. But mm-hmm. we're going to still do the reviews because it's a great way to kind of look in retrospect to the whole season and right. go back through everything. So, I mean, if you're new, if you're just jumping in now, feel free to watch our reactions to the episodes. If not, we're going to still, we're going to kind of go roughly through like how the season went and then talk about some stuff that was unique to the season and then uh, just overall thoughts on the season. And then we're going to give out some survivor superlatives like favorite player, cutie of the season. And then we're going to, rank the the winner rank the season mm-hmm. and it'll be great and we'll then next week we'll move on to survivor of the amazon yeah i'm looking looking forward to it looking forward to it indeed <laughs> so do you have some general thoughts you want to give before we go in i'm going to kind of like go through the season and how things progress yeah this season was pretty rough not gonna lie okay. um there was probably the early, very beginning of the season. The first like maybe five episodes or so were just not. I just I was not. I was not having as much fun as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I look. I think of like what if, what if all of Survivor Africa was just what we thought it was going to be <laughs> yeah. before this. Before producers likely stepped in and be like, we can't have this. <laughs> right. Um. I just would have been it would have been horrible and that's kind of what this felt like even though even though there wasn't necessarily like something like that happening where it was a bunch of younger kids that were just like yeah we control everything whoa yeah and like in complaining and lazing around camp and just being miserable people in fact in general kind of the opposite we had older people towards the end yeah, but it was just sort of like, ugh, it was just dull, and I and the season really got off to a really rough start with the whole Ted Gandia situation. Mm-hmm. Like that really, that that seriously, I think is kind of like what casts such a dark like shadow on the whole season. Right. Because like the, everything that happened after it was just like ramifications of kind of 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 what happened there, and it was just kind of like it felt hard to like cheer for anybody, like particularly because like. Ted was kind of an integral player towards the later parts of the season um, in the sense that like the different people were trying to like play him for to as uh, as a pawn in different ways. And yeah, I, it just it felt kind of gross, <laughs> like a little bit, you know, like, yeah, there was just kind of that general like uh, feeling of 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 the, the early, part, especially in the early parts of the season. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would agree. It's definitely a rough season and but that's kind of i see some people like are real negative when there are seasons like this and mm-hmm. not too much is happening but i also see that kind of as the beauty of survivor is that because it's such a social experiment you can have just duds will happen naturally it's not yeah. always going to be the most exciting things happening 
and that's kind of the cool thing of it. Like you can still appreciate the the gameplay that went on and how yeah. things unfolded, but you just might not like how they unfolded. And you know, I, I agree with that. No, it's it's true that like there was still there was still like plenty of enjoyable moments of the season, and there was still um, like you said a lot of interesting playing, even though it it sort of ultimately kind of went how you're expecting. Like you like you just said, I mean that can just happen naturally. Just a game can sometimes that can sometimes happen. You know, there have been some years in like the the NCAA tournament, the basketball tournament, mm-hmm. uh, March Madness, where it's like all four people or all four teams in the final four are all one, number one seed, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, and then there are years when that doesn't happen. So yeah, I mean, it's it's true. Uh, an off season will will sometimes. Just make the the more upbeat or interesting seasons all that more interesting, but then of course it does still leave us with those less exciting, more dud ish seasons, which I think this kind of was one. Yeah. Um. Fair enough. Yeah. So I want to go through the season like we did before with the other seasons. We're kind of like going through how things yeah. turned out. Yeah. Um, and then I do have a couple questions that people submitted both. Like, cool. on a YouTube video I posted on their channel. Also, okay. uh, one thing from Reddit I want to touch on. I'm going to try to integrate it as we go on. Okay. But I'll see how it goes, you know? Okay. Working it out. So, we start with the oldest man, oldest woman, Jake and Jan, for the first time, pick the tribes. I really like this a lot. Yeah. It's a schoolyard pick. And, I mean, if you think about it, this is a incredibly pivotal moment. Say uh, if you put Brian on the uh, opposite tribe, he gets <laughs> he might have just been a victim of the yeah what is known as paganging we talked about before, where one tribe just takes out the other one by one. Yeah. Um, so it's like this is actually a really important moment where the tribes are picked, and Jake actually picks a lot of the younger and seemingly stronger people, but ultimately yeah. gets the short end of the stick in the long run uh, because. Jan's tribe of the older people, which is unprecedented from what we've seen so far. Usually, it's the younger people towards the end. Uh, yeah, it's been it was largely older people in the end of the season. Yeah, they were all most yeah they were all mostly older older folks, and it was uh, it was definitely interesting. Um, the fact that it ended up that to me, I think, is probably the most in, the most fascinating part of the season was how it uh, how it just turned out that way. Such a such a weird happenstance, you know. Yeah. Um, that uh, the people you wouldn't expect to to do very well ended up kind of being like all the the more the power the powerhouse of the the whole season. So because I remember when Jan was picking her tribe, and we were like, it was like very questionable. And we're like, what what are you yeah. doing? You're not even thinking about these picks. Like you're just picking people you just or you like their aura or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jake you clearly crazy has witch doctor lady. <laughs> like... Jake clearly has the right idea of picking the strong and young people. Like that seems like the right thing to yeah. do for you right. win challenges, but it doesn't work out. Super Jai ends up being the the victims of this Pagani. Yeah. And so we have Chewy Gon's camp was the one that had the cave, but the water source was on a different island, and Soup Jai's yep. camp had no shelter, but had water source right there. So it's right. like ultimately Chewy Gons was a lot more useful because having that cave was so useful to them not having to have a shelter built. Yeah. You know, you just have and to that cave just like that cave was just dope. I mean, like there's nothing around it. You, there's no you know no 
you, could do you can't everything. even argue how how cool that that cave was just in general how useful and just it's really nice vibe like a really cool um some of the some of the just like hanging around camp uh shots of the season were just you felt kind of chill like they really they really did a good job of like establishing like yeah this is kind of the, the life they have over on the on the Chuigan beach mm-hmm. and it's i liked that that was actually something that i really enjoyed and you could eat in the cave you could sleep in the cave you could pee in the cave everything went down in the cave yeah, it was everything. Yeah, everything, everything went down, went down. <laughs> and we'll get to that. All right. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go through in the order they were voted out. We had John voted out, iconic pastor. Yeah, much too religious. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I guess people just didn't like his vibe or something. They didn't I like mean, his he, joke he made at the watering hole. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like the only thing that we saw that was like, John is just awkward and weird. He just made like a joke, like, oh. This is the water. It's here. It is. This is it. I mean, I'm it's telling like you, it's like a the, bunch of muddy water. The beginning of Sur- Survivor seasons is a, a landmine. It's very, it's the most dangerous <laughs> time because you can, you can get voted out for the stupidest things. It's like you annoyed me the other day, and it's like, well, we don't have any other reason to vote people out. Let's just vote out the annoying yeah. person. Yeah. And it's like that person could have been a really great player if they just had a little more time. Yeah. But it's like, nope. No, you made a stupid joke. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're weird. Yeah, Peter. Yeah, so. <laughs> Peter was just like awkward. And then in, the in every season you have a sick, sickly woman. Uh, yeah, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya was the victim this time. Yep. So she got to just... see no, no of her, none of her potential at all. No. Uh, she just like out. we saw like projectile vom from her too. It was like whoa. <laughs> it, was <just> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like okay. And that's nice. it's I... unfortunate. That's what she contributed to the show. You know, it's like. Yeah. She goes home and tells everybody she was on Survivor. You gotta see it, you know. Watch, yeah, and watch on TV, and it's just I was just sick for a couple of days. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the unfortunate reality. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Jed, who was a great character in the beginning. He, he didn't. He didn't keep his family fed. If you watched the reactions, you would know. I I was I was, I, I was a big fan of Jed, and not because. I liked him at all uh, because because I could make the terrible, out of date joke about Jed from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yes. And uh, yeah, Jed was uh, just kind of a jerk and standoffish, and yeah. I mean, yeah, he didn't want to help. It was something about not wanting to help with certain work because he was doing other stuff, and then he wanted to sleep out here, not under the shelter. And then... Well, that's and well, that's the thing is that he's. He's portrayed basically the way he's perceived by the tribe. Um, mm. As in, stand, he's standoffish. He's a little bit confrontational, uh, or or like almost aloof. I guess, like almost seems like he doesn't want to have anything to do with the tribe, which is like odd. When you yeah, not you know, good. You always want to be get yourself yeah. inserted in every possibility. You don't yeah. want to be the one sleeping off by yourself. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a dull start, but then it really heats up. This is when the big moment that was so talked about at the time, Ted and Gandia, this is when it happens. Super juicy. And that was, a, I mean, that's, when people think of the season, that's kind of what comes to mind, Ted and Gandia, yeah. that yeah. incident. I know it was highly talked about. I obviously didn't watch it at the time it was airing, but it was a, like a very big TV moment, you could say. Mm. Uh, and this brings me to one thing that someone mentioned on Reddit. And this is actually... 
A man named Mario Lanza commented this, who is actually, he's part of this podcast called Survivor Historians, mm-hmm. and he's like one of the longest writers of, who talks about Survivor since like 2001, I think he's oh, wow. written about Survivor, so. Cool, then I'm glad, I'm glad we're getting a question, that's cool, I'm, I'm, I feel kind of honored <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's, I guess he kind of just creeps on Reddit and sees some posts and, but he, he didn't have a question, but he did say, make sure to factor Gandhi's final words into your Ted and Gandhi segment. Most people tend to forget those. So, and it seems we kind of glossed over it too, because I didn't even have it included in the reaction segment, so we must have not even had any reaction to it. Yeah. But I have the quote here, what she said. This was after she was voted off, and they had the confessional afterwards. Yeah. So she's like, I made a big mistake in trying to play one side against the other side because of an event that happened to me that I should have just let go. But unfortunately, the evil Ganja came to rue her ugly head, and the good Ganja just couldn't stop her. So I guess Mario's perspective is that it's like, that's an admittance of guilt in the situation. And that's kind of glossed over, I guess. Yeah. A lot of people. I never, I never really processed those words. Yeah, that's actually kind of a, that's actually kind of a good point. I mean, I think that like when we were doing the, when we were watching the episode, when we were doing the reactions, I remember specifically saying like, because at that point I didn't know it was going to to, to spiral out of control the way it did, and I was actually like really appreciative of it momentarily. Yeah. Because I was like, what a good healthy resolution resolution they talked it out they were both like she was obviously distraught he seemed incredibly apologetic he, he seemed like I, I you know i'm sorry i i didn't mean to do that i we won't when just they talked it out like adults essentially um because it's a, it's obviously a very serious thing to have happen and then i guess I, basically what she's saying there is that yeah I probably could have let it go there. I pro- we probably could have moved past it, but I wanted to try to use it to leverage an advantage. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I kind of responded to this comment. I was like, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't say this completely frees uh, Ted of. Oh no! Like, I'm not, not going to be pro Ted because of this. No. But it's and like I was asking if there was any like interviews after the fact where they went into more detail, but he was like, no, they didn't. They really just didn't didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. So. This is all we have to go on. So, I mean, mm-hmm. she, like, even if you just take this statement where she's saying, you know, I could have, I should have let it go, or yeah. the evil Ganja came to her head. I mean, that's kind of yeah. something you might say, even if in the moment you're regretting it because, you know, that's probably why you got voted off to begin with. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're in the wrong necessarily to yeah. bring it up, but it's like, if yeah. I didn't bring it up and dwell on it, then I might have still been around so that's kind of you know people are going to say something like that when it comes down to it yeah that's true yeah no i i wouldn't uh yeah i I would not say that it frees ted one bit um he's still very responsible to his actions uh but she's she's responsible for her actions post um event shall we say she's kind of played it up a little bit yeah so yeah yeah, so that was that was the big thing of the season, though. It definitely, it definitely impacted kind of the the vibe, Set I guess you could say, that I was yeah. feeling for the rest of the season. Set the tone, especially since the people we ended up with at the end were Brian, Clay, 
and Ted were three of the last people, and they were all the people that were like pro Ted and like yeah. didn't want to hear anything about what Gandhi had to say. Especially Clay, yep. never cared. <laughs> they literally did not care. <laughs> so it's like these are the people we're following now. Is the people that were like didn't even bye bye Denver. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even care. And the most then, disrespectful thing I've ever seen someone <laughs> write. And the fact that this whole incident happens, and it was the next episode, is when Gandhi gets voted out, too. So it's like, eh, a little yeah. weird. Yeah. You know? After that, we go, and Stephanie gets voted out, who we did not get to see her potential like we saw in the uh, <laughs> reunion where she had her <laughs> audition tape. It's a little, <laughs> a little weird, huh? Yeah, really she was different kind of person. A, Yeah. But she was just kind of like stoic and we didn't even until the last episode we didn't see like her at all practically and then it was just like and then she's voted out okay and she kind of like distanced herself from the group yeah. at the time and then she was trying to remedy it but it was too late at that yeah. point you know it was it was jed syndrome jed syndrome a little bit yeah, yeah. Uh, after that we had rob's redemption arc so rob <laughs> was a big character in the pre-merge but yes. again, all these big characters are like not likable people. <laughs> no, that's sort of that's kind of the problem. So Rob is like, uh, he's just not not the type of personality I would get along with for sure. No, just very very abrasive. Um, he definitely like he played up the he played up the skater dude kind of kind of yeah. vibe and but like to to a bad extreme. Like I can I can appreciate a stereotypical like skater dude as long as he's like a, a real bro but like he was just kind of a dick to everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like the first choked out choked out Clay. <laughs> I think it was like the first episode we saw him. He was like he was doing the thing where he was like show me your hands to Shein. Yeah, <laughs> like, show me your hands. It was like, like that's that was his first impression on the trap was him being yeah. like. Like, that's not... Are you working? Show me your hands. Are they yeah. dirty like mine? Okay. Immediately rub people the wrong way. But of course, he had yeah. a perfect redemption arc episode, and everything was all was good in the end. So yeah. But these are like these people are making classic errors. Yeah. And so at least we, we were free of him pre-merge, and it was like yep. move on with our boring people. We'll move on. <laughs> yeah, move on <laughs> with the boring people. Yeah. <laughs> Just we'll take the sacrifice of losing the excitement that Rob brought. Yeah. yeah. And then it became the the another big moment of the season, which was the fake merge. The not merge, yeah. <laughs> which ended in Sheehan's demise. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> that was the that was the uh, ray of hope at the time. Sheehan yeah. for all the she stands out there. Yeah, I was I was a she stand one hundred percent. Yeah, so this is something he's never done before. That's a survivor first for sure. <laughs> where everyone's come to expect the merge, and and this is how things operate in Survivor. But it's like no, I di- I didn't see anything about a merge, <laughs> so yeah, I did say yeah, I, surely I didn't say anything that gave the impression that you <laughs> merged. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you sly fox! <laughs> you're just living, now you're just gonna live on the on the same beach. But they had two, they had Sheehan getting voted out immediately after that. They went right from the the challenge, the immunity challenge, to the tribal council. So she had no time to uh, get herself out of that hole. Yeah, and then. Which I did not like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything she could have done at no, that point. No, honestly, honestly, she. I don't think she could have. Because she had so clearly yeah. established herself as like, I want nothing to do with this group anymore. Yeah. <laughs> G- uh, Gamer Dog actually had a question about: Do you think that Ken and Jake should have sided with Sheehan and voted out Penny in the fake merger episode? And I'd say it wouldn't make a difference in the season. 
if they voted out Penny, it would just put Sheehan on the jury instead of Penny, I think. That's all that would do. Do you think that... Do you, I don't know. I think Penny was kind of a kind of a coasted, where Sheehan was a lot more uh, proactive in trying mm-hmm. to do things. May have made a difference, may potentially. I, I don't know if they could have wrested control away from from the other tribe, but... Maybe they might have been able to, to. They might have been able to to do something there. I don't know. Because it seems like it was all the false. Every I, well, here's the thing. I don't think Sheehan would have been played like Penny was. Remember how how they used Penny to sort of to sort of uh, split up the tribe a little bit, and she sort right. of had but, uh, issues with Jake after, during that or what and, and I th- everything. I think ultimately that's like showmanship because they didn't need to do that because they still would have had the votes like. It was those. It was Jake and Penny versus the the rest, that whole tribe, basically. So yeah. Well, like... I, I don't. I don't know. I just because they none of them bought Penny at all. But mm-hmm. I, I almost wonder if maybe Sheehan would have made some sort of difference. Probably not for her own tribe members, but like if she would have just made a, little, a more of a difference in the season. Maybe she could have found a, a crack in there. Yeah. Maybe I still think it's a stretch. I still think Cause she well, she might have been able to to find a crack with the other with the women on um, Chuigan, who could have, had they thought of, had they connived a little more, could have toppled the Ted Clay Brian. Like she could actually, yeah, she could have presented the idea more. Yeah, that's true. So well, there's, there's, I think there's potential there. I, I, I kind of am leaning more towards. I think I agree with you. But like I think, because she was a little bit more proactive, there might have been a little bit more interesting play. But hey, that would have been me for a better season just by having her on the jury. It would have been more interesting. She probably would have had a more an interesting question at the end. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, she was I, like that. I said, she was she was I was a she stand, so yeah, for sure, she stand for life. And oh, then yeah. we had one vote uh, before the merge. It was still they were on the island together and that was Aaron got voted out very emotional Suk Jai was like a family Suk yep. Jai had their foursome and then they had to vote one of them out <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> Penny was just <laughs> too good yeah. so she Aaron got the short end of the stick after that point we actually got the merge which became the uh, <laughs> this was the rough patch where we had Ken Penny and Jake all in a row Predi- yep. predictable outcomes unfortunately and it mm-hmm. seems like, I mean, obviously every episode they have to present some narrative of like some other possibilities can happen, but I I I get the feeling that the that Chewie Gan never really even considered uh, voting out one of their own before it got no. down to that. It was just kind of like we're gonna stick with this. We'll we'll humor yeah. you slightly to make that to episodes say. more interesting. But I remember there was one episode where at the end we were literally like nothing happened basically in that entire episode. <laughs> and I think it was it was the the uh, episode ten, where I think uh, that was the one Jake was voted out. No, that was the one where Penny Penny was voted out. But like almost nothing happened in that episode. I even one of my favorite notes I wrote. I, this is still my favorite note, or what one of my favorite notes is Brian and Clay are friends. <laughs> yeah, they are, and a stronger friendship than we may have anticipated. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Because after this point, um, <laughs> yeah, 
this is when we get down to the final five. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think this is credit, a lot of credit to Brian at this point because we have Ted, Helen, Jan, Clay, and Brian are the last five. And he has mm. seemingly firm final two deals with Ted, Helen, and Clay. And then Jan's just yep. along for the ride, so he knows he can use her. So he got himself in a really good position here where ultimately he pretty much wins out a lot of the competitions through the end, so he was yep. um, unsafe for the most part, but there was a couple of times in there where still they voted out Ted, then they voted out Helen, um, and then they voted out Jan. So it was like it was kind of had himself in a good spot to get himself in the end there. Yeah. And everyone was believing it. Helen was talking about how he was such a stand-up guy, and Clay is the one she, she doesn't trust at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And he he apparently was, was fairly effective at, at uh, running Charm Program Executable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of the Jan moment, uh, I have a question from Chase Ferrier, who says, How dumb was Jan at Final Four? What's in your opinion? How um, was Jen? Like, so her other option is to force a tie on Helen and Jan vote for Clay. Yeah. And then Clay and Brian vote for Helen. It would be a tie in that instance. Right. You go to rocks. You draw, you draw a rock, right? Right. You can see why she would go with that. And also, yeah. Helen ultimately ends up voting for jan anyway when you look at the votes of that final four mm-hmm. she ends up voting with jan because she thinks brian and claire with her so yeah i don't know yeah like maybe I, if jan would have agreed to it then helen would s- switch over but we don't even know if they would well, that's, but that's the thing is the I, that's page. probably why she would i i would think if you had a split vote like that yeah, yeah i think i think it was pretty dumb <laughs> <laughs> i think it was it was very honestly. That was like I don't know if we necessarily reacted to that, but like on retrospect, it was like why didn't she do that? No, I, I mean I think while we were reacting, I still said something like why does she just listen to them? Why yeah. doesn't she just talk to her? She just yeah. she just goes along with what they say, and it's like talk to her. I, I remember saying something like that. And <laughs> and, and then was... and then even in the reunion, I think Jan was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I could have could have done something. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could have, but yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty dumb. I mean, I just love the fact that Jeff pointed out, like, you you had a chance and you just didn't do anything about yeah. it. <laughs> missed opportunities. I mean, that's part of the game too. I think you know, mm-hmm. over oversights and missed opportunities for sure. Oh, also uh, another question he had was was flipping on Brian before the final five a good idea for his allies? Which I mean, in, re- in retrospect, yes, because one of them would have would have won instead <laughs> yeah. brian's the winner yeah so it's like yeah they should have uh seen through the whole brian and clay thing for sure like yeah i guess brian had such a good hold on it that everyone thought he was with them more than yeah. the other people so it's like we're it's not just, gonna... it's it's incredible to me because I, I just i don't know how they were so so convinced like i, I just i didn't necessarily get a sense that like brian was as much of a convincing manipulator as he was. I mean, I guess maybe I just underestimated the used car salesman tactics, <laughs> I guess, or something. But I, I feel like people would have realized that, that he was selling them a bill of goods. I mean, he couldn't possibly side with everyone, you know? Like, I mean, 
seemingly Brian only had the vote go on Ted because he thought Ted and Helen were conspiring against him, even though yeah. they were talking about Jan or I think it was Jan they wanted to vote out. Yeah. And so I think that that's was the reason. Oh, no, I think they no, I think they were talking about Clay. Clay. Yeah, they were talking about Clay because they were like Clay's not Clay just lies lays around and doesn't do anything. And that's the thing. He didn't do anything all season long and he's in the top two. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that uh, Chase Ferrier wanted me to talk about, or wanted us to talk about. A lot of people credit Brian with kind of inventing the strategy of the of taking a goat to the end. A goat, as in just slaughtered someone yeah, who as... who will not win, who's like just more hated than you are. So yeah. it's almost like a slam dunk kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and then ultimately, I mean, even if you give him credit for that, he really kind of. <laughs> Blew it in the final tribal council almost to the f- fact that he lost. Yeah. It was close. It was four to three was the final vote. So, I mean, you would have thought it would be a slam dunk. Yeah. But and then, he made and, it really close. And then ultimately, even Helen says that she wishes she could have switched her vote. <laughs> well, after seeing how he acted behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah the, it came down to four to three. It was the... It was actually the most recent four voted out. Uh, Jan, Helen, Ted, and Jake all voted for Brian. And it was the first three. Suk Jai, Penny, mm-hmm. Ken, and Aaron voted for Clay. So, I mean, Jake was the one switch. Like, if he didn't switch over, he could have stuck with Suk Jai and just made Clay win if they wanted to. Yeah. But he, Jake, I guess, respected Brian's play enough. I- and I think I think Jake was kind of I mean I, if I were him I would have been off put by like Clay acting like a petulant child, right? Yeah, for know. like no reason, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and we saw him many different times in that final tribal council questioning. They were both were dropping the ball in different times. Where like Clay didn't oh, yeah. even want to answer Helen's question. He was like, "I know no answer is going to satisfy you right now." So so I'm just not going to answer. Yeah, and, it's like, and then. Brian's really? <laughs> Brian's not owning up to some stuff, mm-hmm. where like Ted was trying to make him spell it out, and he was like he was changing his story. Yeah. <laughs> and, but even like Ted voted for Brian because it's the lesser of two evils, is what he said. So yeah. So that's interesting. Still don't still still don't know about that racist stuff, and Clay seems yeah. to not know what that's about either. Well, I'm sure you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I said that racist. Oh stuff. yeah, sure thing. Well. <laughs> Oh, you mean the other the stuff I said well, I mean, about black I mean, Rudy was, I mean, Rudy was pretty upfront about like not not being super on board. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, okay. it's interesting that four three votes. So every season so far has been a four three vote, except for Africa, which was five two. Yeah. So it's interesting they've all turned out really close. Yeah, closer closer. It's more interesting, more close than you would necessarily expect for especially five seasons in. I mean, I guess yeah. when you get to that point, it, it, it is kind of hard. It can sometimes, depending on who the two are, it can be hard to decide. As much of a douche as Brian kind of was throughout the season, yeah, I think we look at it this season even worse if we had Clay Jordan as our winner. Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> that's just a bad cause ultimately, Yeah, because ultimately, um, ultimately Brian played better. Yeah. yeah. So let me go over some Thailand trivia. I like to okay. do this every season. I'll go usually from the Survivor Wiki is where I get most of the stuff, where there's like mm. Survivor firsts and unique stuff to the season. Sure. Also worth mentioning that the uh, Thai kind of culture 
that I lo- really loved the music. It was like Ty inspired the theme. Yeah, and a lot of the music throughout, and even the set, the, music- the set design for like the tribal council and that final immunity challenge were great. Oh yeah, you mean the you mean the one in the cave, the pirate cave? Yeah, that was to this to this day. I will say that that was probably my favorite thing that they've ever done in Survivor, which is amazing yeah. to me that, that they that they <laughs> impressed me that much in this season. But maybe, I don't know, maybe because I felt like the bar was so low. But honestly, no, it, like that, that elevated to me, like the what crown, they, what yeah, they, it's the crown jewel of the season for sure. It's, yeah. Every season there's something good to take away. You know? For sure. And that was, that was pretty incredible. I, I will also agree with you uh, on the set design. I think some of the cinematography just seems to me to be, to be improving. The season was a little samey throughout probably the middle portion, but, but towards the beginning and especially towards the end, there were some really great scenic shots um, in the in this, you know, some nice nice landscapes, nice jungle stuff. But then you get these gorgeous sweeping ocean shots that just like, ugh. yeah, lovely. And the music works so well, I think, mm. throughout. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so a couple things about Brian. Brian is the only one this season who didn't receive any votes against him, so that's a good a good mark. That is amazing. And that's actually a, he joins the club of Tina and Ethan as two other winners that have done that. Yeah. So that's that's a great great quality for a winner. Yeah. Brian was the first person to win the final immunity challenge and then win the game. Every other season the person who won that challenge ended up losing. That's interesting. Is, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Which is crazy. Thank you. Yeah. This was the first time Jeff couldn't determine a vote with Bye Bye Denver Diva. <laughs> and he that was the he most was bizarre yeah and he's just like please don't do that anymore he was just kind of like yeah i'm not really on board with this clay i'm not amused yeah <laughs> first season to have the jury begin before the merge technically because yeah they were all on the same island but didn't actually merge yep. first mm-hmm. all male final two so we had the last season mm-hmm. was the first all female and before that it was always a man and woman so yep We've got all our bases covered now. It's a sausage party in here. Uh-huh. First time the Survivor auction was before the merge, which I would oh, say yeah, right. was resoundedly not the way to go, <laughs> because you all just are like, "Yay, we're all we all sharing our money and getting good stuff." Yeah, you know, it was. The, the interesting dynamic of... is the individual being able to like yeah. bid against each other. It's it's one of my favorite events, and yeah, it was definitely kind of a uh, not as not as fun this season. Mm-hmm. First time that Jeff has hosted the reunion show. No Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> no so history. good. I was so happy about it. I loved it. It's much I better. It. Yeah. Yeah. No more Brian. Was it Brian who did Brian something? Yeah. I I, I kind of liked him, but uh, he was but too, it was also was like, who are, who are you? <laughs> like, yeah. Here is our scientific polling data. <laughs> the first season to not have a tie vote of any kind. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a tie vote at all. Which, it was pretty cut and dry. Yeah, which is <laughs> it's a poetic for the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cut and dry. That's pretty much what you could say for the whole <laughs> this whole uh, whole season, really. An interesting thing. I mean, I kind of said it before, but the the jury votes. Well, I didn't say this, but the jury's votes exactly mirrored how they went in Survivor Borneo the first season, where it was the last four people voted out, voted for Rich. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the the one person 
or it was the three people from the minority tribe voted for yeah. um, Kelly, and then yeah. three people from the majority plus one from the minority voted for Rich. So it was the same mm. exact out outlook. And then uh, this was the first time they tried the twist where you could jump ship and go to the other tribe, which and then, we saw nothing happen from. Yeah, which would have been great if she had done it. She might have been, maybe, she may have found some way to, to do something. I don't know why she didn't. But yeah, it's hard to say. But them's but the shakes. Think, but well, at the time it was uh, Stephanie who paid the price for it because Stephanie was still around and that was on Sheehan's track. Oh yeah, that's and right. She was the bottom rung at the time. She was thinking about it too. But she should have because she got. She out should that have time. actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's impossible to know. It's like maybe we win all. Maybe we win all the challenges from here on out, and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now it's time for Survivor Superlatives, all right? So we're going to okay, give out a cool. couple of awards. This one's this one's known as Alex's Favorite Player, the AFP Award. Yep. And who's AFP, that going to? It's going to, I, I already, basically already said it this episode, uh, Sheehan. Um, Sheehan. She, she's my favorite this season. All the way um, from downtown, pre-merge. Sheehan. Pre-merge, yeah. I mean, I know last season it was, it was Rob, Boston Rob, so. Was it? No, it but wasn't. That, it wasn't in the Are end. You sure it was? Remember, it was a toss-up, and it was ended it? up being. Uh, did I did I Pascal. flip a coin on this one? Pascal. That's right. I like Pascal. Oh, Pascal. That <laughs> warms my heart. Bless his heart. Um, he was just such a, such a nice guy. But Boston Rob was a close second. I guess that's true. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Sheehan though. Um, I think that she kind of just, I mean, she fell into the same trap I I did, where she was. She expects she thought it was a merge already, so she's trying to separate herself from her tribe, who she doesn't really like, and none of them really like her, mm-hmm. except for except for um, Jake, who's was basically the Pascal of the season. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm surprised Jake. Did, if Sheehan wasn't there, Jake would have won, and you'd have all these old people as your favorite players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than she's she, great. Other than Sheehan, any other favorites? Um, I, I mean, Jake. Yeah, I, I like Jake. Um, I think he had some good ideas uh, as to like trying to sort of, particularly like m- comes to the merge. He 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 just was had a solid head on his shoulders, and he seemed to like want to try to to keep the keep the the gang together, the the wild crazy kids that he that he had mm-hmm. picked. Um, and he he was trying his best to try to to salvage uh, everything once the once they combine, once they combine beach, and then once the merge happened, he was trying his best to sort of parse it out. But I mean, there was only so much he could do, and obviously it didn't work. So I think he he was try made the best out of a bad situation for sure. But yeah, and and I appreciate that. And I think those those two, I think, <laughs> kind of my ones. Helen had some good moments. She had some good good confessions. Yeah, and... no, Helen 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 is a Helen is a solid third place. I I liked Helen a lot too. And remember, I like um, the the classic scene on the boat with jam she's like oh just shot her first shot me second (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Uh, but yeah uh, other than that a little sparse we also have to award the cutie of the season who is it gonna be i mean aaron had nice boobs (laughs) but that was about it (laughs) what about cc heideck does she have a chance brian's loved one oh yeah (laughs) yeah she could be cutie of the season (laughs) yeah Does she count? She contender. Um, I I think I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna stick. It seems dumb or weird maybe to like to to do the same person across both, but I'm gonna stick with Sheehan. 
Um, Two titles for Shia in the season. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was. I think she's pretty cute. So, I liked her. Right. I liked her. She's she's pretty cute. That's fair. Um, no. Yeah, Shia's just an all star all around right here. Yeah, in my in my book, yeah. So now we're gonna get to the ranking the seasons. Some we're doing as we go, add into the rankings. Yep. So I'll tell you how you have the seasons ranked right now. You how have, I have them ranked? Yes. Okay. You had Australian Outback, Borneo, okay. Marquesas, Africa. Well, this one's going on the bottom, obviously. Okay. <laughs> um, I would agree with that. I, I, I'm just. <laughs> You're rethinking your other ranking. Yeah, I'm just. I'm still kind of rethinking one and two because those are very two very strong seasons for very different reasons. I still the thing the thing that still sticks with me still still to this day I still think about this is I just really liked the the man versus nature stuff that happened in that season. And like the having to deal with the, the like the disaster of um, having somebody fingers horribly burned <laughs> and then like and just the rough conditions. I just there was there was a lot of like really good tribe bonding in that season that I really liked. Um, the result obviously wasn't as interesting as the previous season where Rich is just he's a survivor legend, man. So you know, he's he's amazing. But yeah. Um, I think that season, the season overall, I think I, I ultimately still look as a, as a really, those two are gold standard for Survivor still. Mm-hmm. This one, this one had, had moments. It definitely had moments that beat out those other two, like it particularly in, I think they evolved the challenges a little bit more. I, there weren't as many this time where I was like, wow, thanks for doing this one that I can't keep track of. <laughs> um, there were some weird there was, ones. There were some, there were some of those. There always are. Uh, yeah. They're working on it. Yeah, they're working on it. But I think the challenges overall of this season were, were still were were definite improvement over over the ones that have come before. But it's all about the it's all about the the challengers. It's all about the survivors. And uh, talent goes at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. What a way to start our first reactions. The <laughs> yeah, right. Now we can only go up, right? Yeah, it's true. Just yeah, like, I was like every season would... just keeps going at the bottom of the list. <laughs> It's a great show, trust me. <laughs> well, no, Marquesas beat out Africa. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. I actually, my ranking was Borneo, Marquesas, mm-hmm. Australian Outback, Africa, Thailand. So, I'm a weird one who puts uh, Marquesas higher. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's totally fine. I know um, Australian Outback is, is really well liked. And the general fan consensus is that Survivor Thailand is not great. It was yeah. like the first one where fans kind of unified and they were like, not great. But Yeah, I mean, I can I can see, I mean, there's just stuff in this that just, it's not playing, playing well as interesting TV. There's bits and pieces, there's definitely water cooler talk, but there's not as much to talk about this season to make it really interesting. So, you know. All right, so then we'll move on to a different angle on it, which is the best okay. winners, the ranking okay. of the winners. So currently you have Richard Hatch. Yep. Vesepia, Tina, yep. Ethan. Where does Brian fall in there? I'll actually give him this. I'm actually going to put him above Ethan. Okay. Uh, um, because Ethan is the epitome of coasting. Damn. Uh, Brian did. <laughs> Brian, I, hey, I like Ethan as because I think he's just a nice dude. But that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian did play the game. And he played it per- very effectively uh, because he essentially guaranteed his way to the top. Um, and this is ranking how like best winner, not like favorite winner. Yeah, exactly. No, that that is yeah. yeah. 
So, so where do you fall? I think I'm actually going to put him above Tina as well. Okay. So behind Vesepia. Behind Vesepia. Yeah. What, what makes you put Vesepia above Brian? I, because Vesepia played a smooth game. She wasn't overly... Because we, we talked about it last last uh, recap. And you actually kind of like... Help, you sort of helped change my mind a little bit about this. Because Vesepia played a game that was very understated. She stayed under the radar. She was liked by everybody. She didn't do anything to make herself disliked by too many people. Um, she didn't get involved in some of the drama, and and it was a it was a different kind of craft, but it was a it was a a solid way to play the game. It's it's a, you could argue that it's a form of coasting, but like she, it's she wasn't like letting somebody bring her there or just by being nice. She just sort of didn't overstate. She was very contributive to the tribe as a whole, but she just didn't do anything to stand out too much. Mm-hmm. And I and I think she did that intentionally. Okay. Um, so. So I'll tell you what my ranking was before this. I had. Okay. I had Richard Hatch. Yeah. Tina, Vesepia, Ethan was my order before. Okay. Um, and I would put Brian second. I would say Richard Hatch, Brian. Okay. I think okay. Brian. I can't look at a single time where he was in danger, and I think the uh, it kind of speaks to the fact that he didn't have any votes against him. Yeah. And he had a hold on the game for the most part. Everybody saw him as like their number one ally. Mm-hmm. And no one really, the only people who ever like, brought up Brian's name in any sort of consideration were from Sukjai, and they never had a chance mm. of getting anything done with it. So Brian yeah, was, I mean, like Brian you said, he, did, basically... he didn't have any any votes against him. No, he was never in consideration, really, for for anyone. Yeah, and he had all these people in front of him that were first on the chopping block. People were going to consider Clay before him. Even mm. like if you would, you would think they would think he's a better player, but they're yeah. just that turned off by Clay that he was that shield for him. And at the same time, he takes them to the end, and it's uh, he had himself in a good spot at the end there, where it was like. Well, guaranteed final two. Yeah. He messed up a bit on the final tribal council and still managed to win. So it's an impressive game. Yeah. I I, I totally agree. I think he played the game very well. That's the only reason I would put He's... him above the others because I think he has more um, agency. Cunning. Oh, agency. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. More agency in the game. And yeah. he was like similar to a Richard Hatch where he's pulling yeah. a lot of the strings but wasn't being looked at as much so yeah i mean like i said i think he played the game very well um but I, he is he is very much poor man's richard hatch i think <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be fair it's like we we see him being uh standoffish like this cold guy in the confessionals but we i don't think we've ever seen him actually like do anything rude or say anything rude to anybody on the island, I can't remember a time where he was like. No, he, no, I don't think so. Rubbed people just, the wrong way at all because they yeah. all thought he was such a stand-up guy. He's just just such a gentleman. So, <laughs> but he, he knew. But we, he like doing. we said, we we thought he was a robot. <laughs> yeah. Throughout the whole. <laughs> so that's Survivor Thailand. Yeah, that's it. that it is in a nutshell. I look forward to the Amazon seeing what seeing what new adventures awaits us in in Survivor. Always exciting. Mm. Always exciting going into a new 
adventure and it'll be our another time doing reactions i think yep. this has been great like we've just had a bad season to start with but it's great getting to like digest everything and discuss like each episode it's helped detail. me it's it's honestly helped me remember it more um because when we watched it before just for the reviews we would we would speak minimally only because we were like trying to conserve as much for the review segment kind yeah. of and it's like we yeah. would speak minimally between each episode we watch more episodes at a time and kind yeah. of powered through it quicker yeah this is like processing it yeah on a almost weekly basis for us yeah so it's like if you're if the episodes aren't great you're gonna feel it because we're we're taking it slower yeah 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 for sure all right so next week the amazon yeah episode one starting fresh there you go